Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming at you from my bedroom in Warwick, Rhode Island, but this episode was recorded at the studio at the What Cheers Writer Club in Providence, Rhode Island, where you too can be a member. Um, they didn't ask me to say that, but they, hey, you know what? Maybe they should. But anyway, uh, great, great episode. We have Aaron Alexander, the host of the podcast, Business of Soul Searching. Business of Soul Searching is also a brand, which she's the CEO. She's also a wine sales rep uh, and the co-founder of Master Your Glow and a model. And she's my friend. This was such a fantastic episode that is bigger in so many ways to me that um, I will explain to you right here. Uh, the last week's episode with the Vern was so fun, and I'm so glad we got to do that. But Aaron was originally supposed to, uh, we were supposed to record uh, about a week ago, and the day about the night before she was flying back home from Bali and Mr. Flight, and so ended up having to cancel, and we rescheduled when we recorded. And then I had this like gap of time. I had about, I was about to cancel the, I was going to cancel my time at the studio at the What's Your Club, and I was like, you know what? I wonder if I could find a guest. This could be kind of fun. And it kind of, I told this to Aaron, it really changed the way I plan on booking guests for the show in the best way possible. It really opened my eyes. It gave me this drive. Um, I started putting stuff out on social media, see who I could could pull in to do a, to, to record an episode. The Vern was the first one to respond, but pl- many people responded, which was wonderful. Built up this great list of network of people I want to have on, people I want to get back on, some new people. Um, it really invigorated me and it was really inspiring and it was fucking awesome and it was all because she accidentally missed her flight and what's even great is and you'll hear us talk about this in the episode so this is Aaron's third time on the show and I had been on business of soul searching as well you can go back check out that episode but I wanted to do something kind of different I was really wanted to talk about like branding and and build a brand as is that something I'm now kind of I'm interested in I want to do with this very show so the topic is a little bit more geared to that but it ended up being really interesting because so Aaron and I we talk about in the episode but really briefly Aaron and I used to work together and she said this to me in the episode and I I think you could tell my sincerity in the episode I am a little sick but <clears throat> like really thinking about it, um, she tell, says I was one of the first people to kind of really push her, not push, but inspire, encourage her to do her podcast. And fuck, did that mean so much to me? Because I really, truly believe in Aaron and everything she's done and is doing and is a perfect example of, you know, be nice to someone. And then when they start to outshine you, they can reach out and help you. And that's what Aaron's doing. She's she has taught me so much about branding, marketing. Uh, I've just learned a ton from her. It's besides just having a friendship, which is honestly one of the greatest things one in this life is a friendship. But it's um, it's so great, and uh, you can learn a lot about Aaron from this episode. She's such a she's the boss, you know. She's the business of soul searching. I I love I love everything she's doing. I. Even though we were working together and friends for a period, I was never really quite clear what she was doing, but now I really fully understand what she is doing, uh, and she's building a brand, and you can hear her talk about it on this episode. And check out Business of Soul Searching. Check her out on Instagram, at Business of Soul, Facebook.com slash Business of Soul Searching. Uh, follow along. Erin's one of those people that is just like... Oh my gosh, she's just the fucking best. She's just beautiful on the inside and out. I mean, she's just, she she lifts up other people around her. She's just, I don't know, she's awesome. And uh, T. Barnes, if you ever hear this, uh, you gotta we gotta get you on this show. I know we said it in this episode, but she, her talking about her mentor. Uh, Aaron's like a legit, authentic, like, I don't know, there's no, 
There's no difference. Like if you're talk, if you're hearing her talk on this podcast, it's basically the kind of similar conversation her and I were having back a few years ago when we were working together, and supposed to be working, but instead just talking about podcasting and dreams and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Follow me on uh, all the social media at Let's Chat Podcast. If you want to make a donation to the show, that'd be so wonderful. You can do that for uh, Let's Chat Podcast on PayPal. Um, in the process of uh, building the show up, I want to make, I want to do more. I want the show to be weekly again. I want to uh, have make money from it again. I want to make some money from it. And I want to build the brand. And I'm going to be building a website. So it's a lot of changes to come. Uh, big thanks to um, three people thus far have been very helpful, if they know it or not. Uh, one, Maxwell Baines, all past guests, um, who is, gonna, is helping me out with some stuff. A uh, huge thank you to Matt Saycom. He was a past guest as well. He is the co-founder of Hard Times and Outvoice. I'm trying to book someone, and I reached out to a couple people, and he was one of the people uh, to get an email. And he was just like, let me ask them personally. And it's kind of a big get. It's um, I I don't I won't say on here until if 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 it, if it happens. I'll wait till that date passes. And then another one to uh, past guest Brianna Benjamin, who is gonna be helping me revamp and uh, with a lot of writing and you know just a lot of stuff. So make sure you follow uh, her online. And wow, I'm rambling. Let's get to it. Chris, the intro. I'm like, yeah, what's up? I'm so sorry, I forgot to hit record. I was like, oh, <laughs> do you have another? Direct, if you have an hour, do you have we, another hour because that was a great interview. I was like, we could do that again. I was like, that was sure. a good preview. To but in my head, I was like, let's not even uh, bother <laughs> and try to like capture what we once had. Definitely, it's just not you useful. can't replicate it. No, so I just gave up. I was like, okay, lessons yeah. learned. True. So excited to have you back on for what third? Yes, yeah. I think it's the. Th- because there was one time at my friend's studio in Providence. Yeah. That was the second time I feel like. Yeah, oh yeah, and once with Nikolai. Nikolai, uh, was, yeah. Yeah, good. And mm-hmm. um, so I kind of wanted to do something different at one point, and then I, I still kind of do, but um, I'm still interested in it because the reason I kind of wanted to pull you back, I'm trying to kind of change the show a little bit. Okay. Uh, so I want to start for people. I'm just going to do a short, v- abridged version of your podcast history, and then correct me where I'm wrong, because I don't want to just retrack of like, how did you start Business of Soul Searching? Definitely. Because I'm sure that's been said by me and you many times, but so my recollection is uh, we were working together. Mm-hmm. You were going to start a podcast with someone that ended up not happening, and then you're yes. like, I'm, you got the bug, you went for it. I fired him. Fired him, started <laughs> Business of Soul Searching, and then Business of Soul Searching has taken in. And then I remember you started the Business of Soul Searching, and then that's gone from podcast to radio show to podcast, but hosting, modeling, mm-hmm. and so... <clears throat> I remember, yeah. sorry, uh, for anyone out there with the M's, I'm coming down the cold, but mm-hmm. Aaron's too important to cancel. Oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I think at the time when you were starting, I guess I'm sure a lot of people, you must have got this from, like, what the, what is she doing? But now I kind of yeah. look back, I'm like, you weren't building a podcast, you were building a brand. Correct. So what I wanted to really, for my own personal gain, mm-hmm. really, is like, how do I build a brand? So I wanted to talk about like branding and definitely where did it all come from for you? Um, For me, I feel like uh, the... I guess a popular term now is multi-hyphenate. So Mm. for me, um, 
multi-hyphenate is you are a creative, you are artistic, you like doing different types of things. You don't have to, um, or something that I believe in is you don't have to just do one thing. If you're drawn to something else, you should be able to do it. Um, and really, modeling, for example, although I feel like a lot of people might have thought, like, because it was kind of um, all over the place a little bit. And I was finding myself over the past three years. Um, this month is three years, which is crazy. Get the hell out of here. I can't believe no. it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I just hit 17. Six. Yeah. I think you wow. were on. Yeah. Because yeah. you wow. were a few. I know. It's, it's been a crazy road. Um, wow. But yeah, Time. so even just modeling, for example, modeling has gotten me into rooms faster than podcasting would. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's still important to know what rooms do you want to be in. Mm. So there's certain rooms as a model I don't want to be in because it doesn't align with my goals with the podcast. And sometimes people will want me as a model and I'm like, uh, can I actually be a host? Because that's that's closer to me getting booked for different, uh, you know, more gigs and like paid gigs. And, and that's, you know, kind of the whole thing. Um, Where did, um, yeah. is it safe to say that a lot of this comes from like the inner work of a sense of self to be like, I want this, here's how I'm going to get there, which I think I, a few years ago, up until even about a year ago, I think I struggled Mm -hmm. with Mm because I was always like, I'm a podcast and nothing else. I'm like, well, I'm not going to grow past that. And, um, all these years later, I'm like, "Mm -hmm. maybe I want to do more what you're doing. I want to grow it into like a brand, if you will. Definitely. What part of you was able to come over that if you had any self doubt or like where did the confidence come from? I know. Oh gosh. You know, um, so one, in regards to guidance, I have a mentor that literally does what I want to do. She is like mm. the superstar of the industry, travel, um, whether it's photography and media and speaking. So that's super, super important to me. Um, in, in Who's re- your ma- Can you shout her out? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So shout out. Yeah. Tanisha yeah. T. Barnes from T. Barnes Beauty, um, which is now also T. Barnes Global Travel. So she has global trips. Um, they're going they've gone to Bali this year, Dubai, um, all over all different types of places. She actually introduced me to Barbados um, and she has a um, property in Barbados as well as Ghana. Um, but that's going to branch out to Cape Verde and all these different places. Wow. Um, but it's not even, and, and maybe we'll get into this, um, and I'll be explaining this on my platform, but it's not even the, the hype of travel because I've been traveling forever, but it's it's how she carries herself globally that really makes you feel like this person is authentic. Like, mm. I want to change how I travel because of how respectful in how educated this person was before she even stepped foot on the on the into the country. Um, so guidance is important. I think mentorship is everything. Um, and she loves me like a little sister. She sang me happy birthday last year. Aww. But we respect each other. Like she respects me for where I'm at and I respect her. I don't I don't step on her toes. I don't use her. Um, so that's important. Um, but for me to stay like true to me i feel like if i'm gonna get lost i might as well just continue on with my nine to five i feel like if i'm because then it's like you're working for someone else you're working for your haters you're working for the other people who you're trying to impress um so it's it's really just checking in with self and i'm still learning um my recent trip to barbados i really reflected as i'm sitting on the beach enjoying my life 
Um, I was actually writing letters to my inner child. I call her Wildflower. Mm. Um, I've had to do stuff like that in therapy. Yeah. It's interesting shit. It is interesting because you realize they operate on their own and then it comes out in a different way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's, but I want to understand her. I feel like I'm, I'm disconnected from her and I want to, or, you know, in posts that I'm going to have. Um, I will talk about freeing her and liberating her. Like, mm. I feel like she's kind of caught in this cage. Like, she's wild, but she's scared to come out. Yes. Because adulthood really. kind of just boxes you in. Um, and so I, this year in 2020, I want to liberate her. Does she want to travel? Yes, I will travel. Does she want to scale up in business? Yes, so I will scale up. Um, and she is really my soul. It's She's the heart of this podcast. Yeah, of course. And that's why I love the idea of the business of soul searching. Because mm-hmm. sometimes with business, you can get a little of the emotionality can be disconnected. Or Definitely. sometimes in our, the field we were working in together, like behavioral health, you can ignore the, like the, well, I guess we would call it like the Maslow's hierarchy. It runs you needs. over. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's nice. And, and, and just maybe you don't, maybe you know this about yourself, at mm-hmm. least knowing from knowing you for these last few years, you have a, the interesting upbringing of your a black woman, but mm-hmm. you're also from the white suburbs. Yeah. So like, and like, let's say in The Departed, you've always been a two worlds type of person. Correct. Where you're like in your one There's code here. switching. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that I feel like that's a huge part of soul searching for me because even though I was raised by black parents and even though the rest of my family is black, um, I spent, you spend more time at school than you spend with anyone growing yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like Going into college and just moving forward, I've just been searching for, like, this identity of, like, who am I as a black person? Because, like, you hang out with certain black people and you're not black enough. You know what sure. I mean? Um, I, you, I, do you like how I said that with authority? Like, oh, absolutely. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but I but, take but I see, you can understand, understand. That's you know, relatable for Because anything. I'm sure, yeah, for anyone, like, you hang out with certain people and they feel yeah. like you're, you're not their type of people, which is fine. But where do you fit in? Because, you know, we want to be accepted. Um so for me, you know, soul searching is just such a, a beautiful thing. It's like, you know, my journey will never end. I will always be talking to Wildflower. I still talk to her, even through my journal. Like, I wrote through my journal, and it has sand, and I think it's in my bag, <laughs> sand and water, and just like my whole suitcase, and I'm still talking to her. And um, I can tell by certain colors or certain things that I do that she lights up. It's almost like this child that you didn't know you had for like 10 years. And then all of a sudden someone comes to you and is like, oh, um, I was pregnant and this is your child. And then you have to start learning this child wow. from year 10. That's yeah. what I that's what sure. I think of it as because they, they it's your child that wasn't able to express itself. Well, one of you the know? it's funny you say that because like. Uh, for all of life, all of existence, there's the unanswerable questions. And it sounds like boss is just your version of like, yeah. For like for me, I was an atheist for all of my life. Mm-hmm. For I remember that. And and I guess talk- I still technically am. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm now trying like, but I've had a spiritual ho- void. And how do you feel that when you don't believe in some sort of spirituality? Definitely. I ended up doing EMDR therapy, which has kind of opened my eyes to like this whole mm-hmm. world. I remember, uh, yeah. Which I fucking love. But, uh, but like boss is like, we're all on this journey of like, there's the unanswerable questions that we are. science doesn't know, religion doesn't know, and spirituality, no one knows. No one knows because you really know. Yeah. It's really like your your deepest sense of self. So I love that you're using that as a branding mechanism of like, I need to explore to see like you go from uh, when we met, like, you know, he's a mm-hmm. nice, fun person, but you've just come this like 
especially your presence online, which is <laughs> your confidence. And you're, but like, you're one of those people Thank that you. we all like, at least all of us that know each other, we root for you. And you're like, you're one of the people who's like beautiful on the inside and the outside. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank and you. And it's just so confident. Your confidence is which I'm, which I love. I see the hate that you mm-hmm. get. It's not tons, but there's, I know you get some shit online oh, definitely. for it. Definitely. Definitely. Like, like, why is she doing this? Even and, in, in yeah. oh, sorry, not to Oh, no, no, you, you go. Oh, go ahead. You're much more even, important. Even from being um, in the city, <clears throat> it's like, there's men that hate on me, which was really weird for me because I got used to like the women hating hating mm. on me that because like if you think of cognitive dissonance, um, it, at least we discussed that in psychology. That is like um, a Democrat talking to a Republican for people that aren't familiar with that term. Mm. And so all they hear is I'm a Democrat. I'm a Democrat. And when a Republican talks to them, they're like, I'm a Democrat. So whatever you're saying, I'm not like you're you stop. So. Um, you know, I, when I talk to certain women, they reject it because they're like, I'm not at that point. I still want this guy to disrespect or like, you know, subconsciously, I still Mm. want this guy. This is a POS. So stop talking about how I should reach higher and develop the, the life that I really love. Um, but the, the guys hating on me, the guys developing all these weird relationships with me and then i hear that they're talking about me that was weird for me i was like um and you're married which not you don't hide it but you're not annoying about it i'm not yeah and my husband's not really online we're not really he just hustles all day i feel like if people knew your husband it's so funny because your your online version of you is is just about business it's so opposite of your husband who's wonderful and so funny but just such not an online person which i think kind of makes you more valuable because (laughs) it's awesome not that you're secrecy, but just like you don't have to see the annoying. No, th- I don't know. There's just something about that to be like you're two, like you're yeah, not Nick and Christopher, like two people. You have in- several interests. Some mm-hmm. of them are different, and you mm-hmm. get to explore those interests, and that makes you happier people for sure. And we have space, you know. So like I just boring. got back from Barbados. I was gone uh, for almost two weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. He just held it down at home. I mean, and that's what you have to do, especially yeah. once kids. If you ever, if anyone other kid, once kids come in the picture, mm-hmm. that's really the one that gets, then, comes into the play. If he wanted to leave, if he was like, oh, because he knows it's about business. He knows, like, yes, I'm enjoying myself, but it's also about business. So it's not like I'm abandoning him. But there's um, but another hyphen, right? Mm-hmm. Another hyphen. Definitely. How did you find? Uh, I I just said her name. I'm so sorry. T mm-hmm. Barnes. Oh, T Barnes. Yes. What's her first name again? Tanisha. Tanisha. I, yeah, with I a capital N. And I like Tanisha. Started, ta- yeah. All right, yeah. So well, how did Tanisha. how did you meet her? Um. So I met her. It's so funny. Um. Before I started my podcast, so 20, 2016, um, November for Black Friday, I went down to Connecticut. I saw her because marketing, by the way. Marketing got her social media to my social media, so it was sponsored and whatever. And it, it you know, I found it, and um, she was having a Black Friday sale, and I was like, you know, I really like Connecticut. I haven't been to Connecticut in a while. I don't know who this person is, but she was having like a, a showing of like all her products, and mm. I was like, whatever. What's the worst that could happen? She's a woman. I'm going to a pop up shop with drinks there. It's fine. Right. I'll just go home. Like, if it's weird, I'll just go home or I'll just go get something to eat or I'll just hit up one of my friends, you know. And I went and we hit it off. And, you know, it wasn't anything huge at first. It wasn't like big. But she told me about her global trips. They're going to Bali. Kind of like a seed um, in my brain because I hadn't been out of the country in years and years. And I was like, oh, cool. You're going to Bali. Never even really took to it. 
And this is in the following year. So she was going to Ghana in two months. I saw how much fun they had in Ghana. I had to go to Bali the following year in 2018. Um, But, you know, she watched me. So I went to Bali um, with her and 50 other people of color. Um, we had a five-star hotel, infinity pool. I mean, it was it was insane. Um, tons of things like included. We had breakfast included. They hand make the juice. Jesus. I mean, it was it was like they hand make. You know, all the food is like all fresh. It was just the experience you want. Um, and after that, maybe six months after that, because she had been watching me with my podcast mm. from beginning to end, from beginning to when she contacted me about this, and she was like what would you think about being one of my global ambassadors? Like, how would you feel about repping my skincare brand? And I actually, when I got back from Bali, I was offered an opportunity for radio. And she was like, how would you? I'm like, well, I need outfits. I'm going to do radio now. This is no longer just audio. This is now visual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, number one, you never know who's watching. Um, you never know who your future customer is going to be or your future sponsor is going to be which is why consistency is everything, um, and staying true to yourself. She could be somebody that's trying to bring me into this world that I'm just like, this makes me feel uncomfortable in a bad way. Mm. Like, I don't want to work for you because, but everything I had watched, it, it's almost like dating, yeah. right? So like business partnership and just part collaboration, I watch people. I see what are their values? What are they going to say when I go on their show? Um, what are, you know what I mean? Like I trust you. I've known you for a, longer than we, the podcast. We just figured that out. Like, exactly. Like four years now. We've like, known what? each other for a Three, long time. Years, yeah. I'm not gonna go. There are people that ask me to come on their show. There are people that ask me to ask to come on my show, and I have to politely decline because they don't align with my goals, and I respect in a certain right what they do, but that's it's the, just the power but, of no. The power of no, but that's also you have to be mindful of your audience, mm. your your audience and your supporters. Like there are people that wanted me to do these mid- music videos, and I'm just like, but every other word is like derogatory things towards women. I have a women's group, like that yeah. doesn't make sense for me to be sure. in your music video. Half and eight, like it doesn't make sense. Where do you think you learned the power of no from? Because I I've Where gone through I? like I I. I I don't. I don't know. This is mm-hmm. Aaron. Make us all better people. No, I'm. Curious <laughs> I know. It, but it would, <laughs> first of all, let's put it out there for anyone listening. Which is so great about this. Before I'm just uh, talking mm-hmm. about how amazing Aaron is because she is. You can so listen to sweet. her podcast and actually hear the struggle. So it's not just like Definitely. I was modeling. Yeah, it's like you it, documented it, your struggles mm-hmm. to get to. Which is actually really journey. fun to talk to you like all these years later, where you're like at that place where Definitely. three it's years ago sitting at Duncan Lodge, which is oh my gosh, not yes. there anymore. Well, yeah. it's, the building's there, but we're not there. Gotcha. Like, uh, yeah. Um, and now, and now you're like, you achieved the things you said you were yep, gonna do, going to do. Going global, is huge. I love traveling. And um, so how did the radio come about? Like if uh, anyone out there wanted to, like what was your transitioning into going to radio? Was that fun? Um, radio was fun. Um, I feel like, you know, it was a little bit nerve wracking at first. Um, it was a little bit nerve wracking at first because podcasting, you can cut, cut, cut. You can clip. Yes. You can be like, oh, this, especially with your guests, because your guests sometimes will say things that are like counterproductive towards their <laughs> aims. Like I had somebody on and she's like, well, you know, and this and that. And I'm like, let me cut all that out because yeah. there's certain people that do not want to hear her say that about an entire country. Like, let me clip that. 
because it's my job to make her look awesome and make me look awesome in, you know. Well, it's nice um, of you to not be the person because the flip side of that, the person who wants you to step in shit and then have it become like a thing and then it could be tied like that is true so and so said this I'm on this podcast a, yeah no 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 that's just not my lane no which is um, respectful which i think your guests maybe don't even maybe realize they don't it, but, until they're there uh, and i'm yeah, coaching yeah. them like okay make sure you do this make yeah sure you do that. um but yeah so i mean i i feel like radio is also kind of boxy um, I was on radio, loved it. I left because I wanted to travel, which is why I'm doing a traveling podcast now. Um, you know, and I just got back from Barbados. I did, you know, a few episodes in Barbados before. Um, I have some other places that I'm going to, you know, be going this year, but I won't say right now, but follow me at Business of Soul if you're on Instagram. And, um, you know, in the business of soul searching on Facebook, of course. And um, and yeah, but really quickly on the power of no, um, I got the power of no from uh, therapy, I want to say. I think going to school for mental health counseling and therapy taught mm. me it was OK because, you know, it's a big it's a big thing. If you're not raised to say no, it's a scary thing. And you mm. make up all these excuses. And now I'm like, hey. I didn't get your get back to your email and I just got back from vacation and I'm doing a recording with one of my closest friends yeah. here that I adore. And this is priority so, over like yep. other things that can wait. And I know they can wait, you know, I mean, so. I know I'm so guilty and I wish I was better with my power. No, because there's so many podcasts that could have happened. I know. And I'm like in my head and they ask I'm like, no, but I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And sorry for anyone listening. If you're one of the people that I just never responded to, which I'm mm-hmm. I'll get back in the intro. I'm trying to re- rectify that. But uh, definitely definitely a few years ago. I know for a fact I yeah. t- people have come on this show that I now I'm like, I would never do that again just because I is, was just I couldn't. But you learn yourself. Yeah. What's so beautiful about podcasting. That's true. Is you l- I, I encourage everybody to start a podcast. I know everybody won't, but it's a learning journey. And I know what I love in my podcast is I'm learning with my listeners. It's so beautiful. I'm like, wow, like, how do you feel about that? Like self radical self love, radical self acceptance. Like I didn't have that years ago. Like, and now I'm like, no, this person wants me to do this, this and this. But they're they're giving me this. This is not an even exchange because I consider my supporters as like, not like my children in a derogatory way, sure. but like I have to protect them. And if they're following me and I'm their leader, that means that I have to think smart first. Like yeah. if I'm the mother, like I need to be knowing, I need to make sure because I never realized like people come up to me at the DMV like, oh, I listen to your show. I'm like, no, I need to get on my shit. I'm that, like, I can't be, be I can't be out here just you know, at the club, like, you know what I mean? Like things have to be good. It's good to have fun, but it's like, I need to be on my stuff because there's people watching, not just your future investors, but. And people want you to slip. Hmm? People want you to slip. Totally. People, especially I in could, America. I could drop names, honey. I Yeah, well, let's do, no. <laughs> but it's not even worth it. It's no. like not even worth it, but it's like they only watch you to hope that you slip and the bigger scale i mean that's all celebrity cultures we love our celebrities to build and build and the more you're loved they just want to fucking tear you down and it's probably a story that is all this time yeah and i love it as well when it's It's famous people like like i love hating the kardashians yeah and (laughs) a lot of people do 
Uh, so one thing I find so interesting, and um, we see this a lot, and I always talk to this like with Nikolai people who mm-hmm. I keep trying the headphones. Be like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like so, like our our dear friend Nikolai has been on uh, Nikolai Benlo has been a couple times. Definitely. She does private practice therapy, yes. and I always talk about like when you go to school to be like an LMHC or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no class on how to run your own private practice, mm. which it's like or for anyone else, it's like when you're in high school and no one teaches you how to manage your money as an yeah, adult. Yeah, taxes, <laughs> um, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, so there seems to be a real disconnect from the business. Aspect and mental health piece, but obviously, we wouldn't have a healthcare industry if they didn't intersect. So, what's Definitely. what's one of the things I love talking to you about is because you're someone mm-hmm. who is part MBA, part LMHC, yeah, definitely. and entrepreneur spirit. Like, and you don't. And one thing I love about Nikolai. So, what where, where did that all kind of come together? Was mental health always the focus? Definitely. And then when the merger or the merge of business kind of came in, and how do you tie those together? Definitely. Um, and they do go hand in hand. That I've learned. Um, so mental health counseling for me, um, real quick, I've had um, if I four or five therapists in my lifetime, um, one family, and then I want to say three therapists through school through Rick, um, in outpatient as well. And therapy really saved me. I was really just kind of like focused on men and partying in in, in college. Young people. In so. high school too, yeah. yeah. But some of us like, you know, we go through certain traumas and we're like stagnated at that age. Yeah. So we just keep reliving that year over and over and over yeah. again. Um, and so I was just kind of stuck in this like 18 break free party mode. Did you have a strict household? Very. Yeah, that's very, a, very common. I know. I know. I think about it all the time. And I don't blame my parents. Um, that's what got them to the success they have was yep. being, you know, saving and believing in God. Like that was, you know, back in the day, that's all they had. You had know you, what I mean? Did 70s. you know your grandparents? What did you say? Did you know your grandparents? Yeah, they died early yeah. on, but like I, I did meet them. Yeah, you know? I, I got to grow up with mine pretty closely. So whenever mm-hmm. I have any issues in therapy, I'm like, well, I met their parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I love them to death, but yeah, like you, you it, understand. it gives you a better picture of like, and of course Definitely. things are always different raising kids. So like, Definitely. yeah, I, pretty much as a parent, you're gonna give your kids some sort of you're issue. You're going to do the best. Well, and yeah, so like they did it. the best. It's like, first of all, you do what you, and first of all, therapy wasn't even a thing years and years ago. No. I you mean, do the best that you can do. Yeah. And that's why I respect them. They didn't abuse me. They weren't, anything that was left out, it's because they didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So they don't know affection the way that, I will teach my child. One of the really interesting you know? things about I've been learning and from therapy is as mm-hmm. a human, whatever you don't get from your parents, you'll seek elsewhere. And that could sound really bad, but what if you say, let's make an example so it's not about you or me. Say yeah. you didn't get um, uh, an, uh, freedom. Uh, freedom from your <laughs> In parents. In high school. So then but, when you get freedom, exactly, you, you, you go crazy. Because, but look at those amazing life experiences you, know, you had. What if you did have the freedom and definitely. now you wouldn't be sitting here being the boss? That's true. So yeah, like, we, ha- we have to like, like Madden that work through some shit you got from mom and dad, but also be like, definitely. Wow, well, yeah, but it led me on this fucking great, amazing, path. amazing journey. So like, you know? thanks, mom, dad, because you gave me stuff. Because, but basically, is the, the way to say it, that's where gratefulness will come in because there's stuff mm-hmm. you're not seeking because you don't realize it because you had it. Definitely, so, and yeah. and and then when I meet people in the mental health field, you're like, like oh. little skills, little things that I'm like. You know, like both of my parents were there. A lot of people can't say that. No. And like my father was there growing up. Like some women can't say that. And then they have to go figure out what is a man. 
What is a father? What is somebody that I should procreate with and have children and lay down with? What what is he like? Because I've never met him. He's been in jail my whole life, and or they're dead, or they're divorced, or they're or, dead, or they just don't care. It's a oh, they ran you know off. what I mean? I they're mean, just there's, yeah, like a absolutely. POA. Well, I shouldn't say that. But. No, there's a lot of deadbeats out there. It's, yeah, and, and that's them toxic mothers, you know, Top. or what? Which is that's a whole another podcast. Well, We're gonna even, have to come back. Yeah. You're gonna have to bring me back for a special. That's for a whole another topic. But then yeah. what's the so interesting thing about that is though, it's yeah. it's just so fascinating to think because mm-hmm. it's also like, um, you know. You, you don't realize this at that age. You're not like 18 being like, well, you I'm, know I'm is, in this bad relationship. This person will feed me. Yeah. So it, it, it is, I forgot who said this. I just saw this quote about like parents, uh, parenting. It was like, it's not about mm-hmm. what your parents tell you. It's how they make you feel. It's and true. That you remember your feelings about like, so it all boils down to lead by example. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But um, so mental health, I was going to school for mental health counseling. I stopped halfway through a few years ago um, because I felt like counseling is very boxy for me. Um, I feel like I'm not able to get the things off my chest that I do in my podcast. Like I wouldn't be able to say that in therapy because I'm not coming for help. Someone's coming to me for help. Again, I can't relate diff- to them uh, in the way that I that humans traditionally relate to people, which is I tell a story. You tell a story. Sure. I tell a story. You, you know what I mean? You trust me now because I've told you this story. Um, and, you know, I needed a break. And so I just found a new job and decided to just do podcasting. It's um, so cool. And totally. it's those and sometimes negative things lead to like. Well, I mean, it, the Buddhists say it, the science says it, like there's so many things. You know, every action has equal opposite reaction, Definitely. or uh, suffering and happiness is the are just the opposite side of the same coin. Like sure. that horrible thing that happened to you also is gonna, might be the thing that leads to the like. Well, for mm-hmm. me, like I'll give my personal example. The yes, one of the worst things that ever happened to me is I came like inches away from losing Victoria. Like she almost died. Mm, yeah, fucking awful. I can't even got a baby out of it. Love the baby. Yeah. Let me the EM, EMDR. Yep, yep. Um, those two things I wouldn't trade for anything. So like, well, I don't want the experience of nearly losing Victoria. And, and but the, it's like the gratefulness helps. Definitely. With, <coughs> you can hear my voice a little. Uh, it led mm-hmm. me on this path that I didn't expect, or I don't think I mm-hmm. could sit here. Like I'm not like I'm confident where I used to not be. Or I feel like I went from pa- becoming a, I was more of a passive person to a little more. I know it, it just changes Recharge. you, but those negative experiences can lead to very positive they things. Can. So your freedom phase led you to this, and then you could teach others. It did. So my my freedom phase led me to I, I made a lot of mistakes in my freedom phase, um, and it was should. public in college. Yeah. College, at least at Rick, because it's there, yeah. there's nobody there. Like you're, it's basically <laughs> a small town Same that here. I came from. <laughs> so it's like you know. You know, you make mistakes and the whole the whole town basically knows. And so coming from that shame, I didn't want to talk about anything. And then, you know, as years went on after going through therapy, building myself up, stopped dating all those um, unhealthy, toxic people. And meeting people like you, yeah. you were kind of like the last thing that made me like, you know oh. what? And and I will say That's on your funny. podcast, because it's the best place to say it, you know, um, I had started gaining my confidence. But really, you were somebody that was like, you have something valuable to say, like 
because we'd have our conversations like yeah. on break. <laughs> I even I <laughs> like you know I like you know around when we were like in between doing the things we did and yeah we all as we case all managers and we, we all like had our lap because we had that room we, we all sit and talk yeah do our notes and we were always the chattiest you'd be talking about <laughs> yes it was always us and and you you were really the first person that empowered me to start oh, a shucks. podcast like oh, I never so I was like and I'm like oh you do a podcast and I was so inquisitive about it. And then, you know, we would talk and you're like, you know, you should just like start something like you have have something to say, like just, you know, say what you have to say. Sure. So really, that's yeah, that was exciting. That was definitely uh, what got me going. And then, um, you know, I've just fallen in love ever since. Um, mental health is, is a struggle, as you know, with this. It's like balancing. Oh, yeah. How do I stay to myself? I change as I go along. How do you but, like, not, yeah, how, how much do you give away? How much do you How keep? much do I give away? How is many, what listening? stories do I, and then for me, because my podcast is so personal, what stories do I tell? Yeah. Because then I'm like, there's certain stories that I'm holding on to because I still have to go to therapy and like yeah. really dissect them. Like if it's certain traumas, there's certain traumas that I'm like, I'm ready to, you know, get it off my chest. And I know somebody may heal or at least be yeah. feeling like they're not the only one out here. But um, do you ever have this thing I've learned from fair? I guess you call mm-hmm. it a big minimalizer. Like I've had a lot of experiences that I would not label as trauma. I'm like, no, it's nothing. And then you're sitting in my therapist's face like the, if anyone can see, just draw on the ground. Like, like because you're always you in your head. So you're you're mm-hmm. a unique person. But to you, you're just you. And you don't realize yep. that these things like uh, like I, I I and this is actually something I just actually kind of learned mm-hmm. from my my poor my poor mom. Uh, so I was born mm-hmm. with a heart condition, and my, when I was born, <clears throat> my mom said it was I just I just learned this like this year. When I was my, gonna say like, you never told me. This. I, well, I knew about I'm the heart. Like, not that like, you need to tell me everything. No, I, and I the heart condition like, is not the secret. But when I was born, I, born with a heart condition, that's part's yeah. not the secret. The thing. Okay. But, um, my mom had gotten very ill after I I was born, and like I had to go to like my grandma had to come like watch me for a while, and I I could be getting the time frame right, and then like I don't know if it, yeah, so then I'm born, she's sick, so I get like not taken away. I was in good hands and loved and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then my heart surgery was I was like two and a half months old, so that poor woman had to give birth, and then for like the first five months of my life is like so this is like stuff that I I was telling my therapist I'm like oh yeah I just lose my mom isn't that crazy, and he's just like. That's attachment. Dis- that's attachment shit. One on one. Like, no, nah, it's not a big deal. I just I had heart surgery you, you and like that. So young, you feel I like... don't know anything different because I had surgery and I was two and a half months old. I'm like, yeah, I was dead for a couple months. It's not that big a deal. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Let's... And then I was like listing all the people, all the loss I've had in my life, and I'm like, oh, and Nick and Sean and Jeremy and Ken and just like going on. And then and then and he's like, look at me. He's like, that's your family. I'm like, oh no, those are just my friends. Do you want me? And then he's just like. Dude, that's not normal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but then I think it makes you a more powerful story teller, to- storyteller. Definitely, because I have some unique experiences that I didn't value Definitely. to be unique that I ignored and kind of hid or shame or mm-hmm. just never even put two thoughts in. I'm like, hey, that's interesting. But then it helps you connect with people. Definitely, which is again like you're talking about the two worlds. Yeah, growing up the black woman in the suburbs is yeah. what made you so interesting because you a, jump back and forth. Yeah, your voice is unique because mm-hmm. not a lot, of, not a lot of you. Yeah. And it's also, but there are, you know, and somebody <coughs> yeah. has to speak to us and who's speaking to us and not just to us, but we relate to other people. You know, we get burned out in, in certain ways, politically, emotionally, yeah. racially. There's yeah. certain things where we don't know 
you know, um, shout out Tanya Dowdy that oh, used to I be our supervisor. Her. I, know. <laughs> I used to have here. these talks with her. Yeah. Yeah. And if I she, need to go visit her. If she was still living up here, we would have been like, Tanya, you need to get your ass She in the has studio. to get on the. Yeah, I want her on my podcast for sure. I know. She's such an amazing baby. And being. her little baby is so cute. Stop. And One of the cutest babies I've I know. Ever and then her husband, Troy, is like the nicest it's fucking just, guy. It's a, it's a good. Oh, yeah. And she's so funny. They're like the local Obamas. <laughs> They're amazing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> They're our Michelle. Yes, yes. Uh, they're, they're amazing. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, soul searching, I think is is important. I think in the society, we force people to feel like you have to have it figured out today. Mm. Or if you felt <clears throat> this way 10 years ago, you have to feel this way in 10 years. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, first of all, I was 15 when I said that. And now I'm 25. I'm 29. But um, now I'm 25. Why am I going to feel the same way? Yeah spiritually emotionally like that doesn't even make sense so i mean soul searching really just helps me it it reminds me that i should always use my voice when it's time sometimes it's okay to be quiet sometimes the person isn't worth arguing with yes um and that's okay but knowing how to remove yourself from situations and I mean, it, 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 it's weird. It almost feels like ambiguous, but it's helped me so much in business because I'm, yeah. I'm constantly checking in with self, learning myself. So like I know when a business opportunity is right for me. So not even just T. Barnes, but other people. It's like I just know because I'm like, that doesn't feel like me. And I don't feel like me when I'm around you. So and what's, it's really unfortunate for I guess it's true for everywhere. But within the mental health or any mm-hmm. of that war, any world where you're doing any sort of uh, betterment or make improvement, mm-hmm. you get the charlatans and the snake oil salesmen. Uh, yeah. anyone's, um, I haven't totally. watched it. I really want to. But there's a documentary on Netflix about mm-hmm. the guy who brought Brickham. I think his name is Brick. I don't know, but he brought Brickham Yoga to America. Okay. And he's a uh, megalomaniac. Uh, he's like a guru, but he's a megalomaniac scam. Mm. All right, so some people he's a guru and some people he's megalomaniac yeah, um, like, um, scam artist. Scam artist in <coughs> the cults. Yeah. And, <laughs> like um, similar to. And, and, it, and this, I, I got to watch the documentary and it looks really fucking fascinating. Okay. But, um, and what I found for you is it seems like you have a really good sense of, and what, so what happens is it's easy to shut off. Well, there's not like a profitability in terms of capitalism on soul searching. Yeah, but no. you found it without destroying people, and that's where branding comes in. And I think nah. that's really like Ooh, the look important at you. part. Someone's of, hosting today, but, that, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the important because it it did take me a little while. But um, and people should know, like the first few years of, of business and branding, you're still figuring out what you're doing in this industry. Sure. Because there's a million people that look like you. There's a million people that, like, there's other, I've looked up before I even named my show, Soul Searching, Soul This, Soul That, Search That, Journey This. Um, But I, I feel like as I'm doing my business research, Knowing myself is just so much more important. It makes you a better business person. It makes you better emotionally. It's stronger. Yeah. Um, I walk into rooms. In fact, I've gotten... um. I've gotten opportunities. So I will say this, and this is in the nine to five world too. Promotions, business opportunities from confidence. Yeah. Like from that me just being Last time me saw you. and me just not kissing up to anybody yeah. and me just staying in my lane as, as the popular term is now. Yeah. You would be surprised. And I almost was like, why does this like six, seven figure person even want to talk to me for free? Mm. 
Like people pay them for the time. Yeah. And they just want me to come over and sit with them and you know, and I'm I'm asking them about business, but like this should be they charge everybody else, but they don't charge me. Why is that? And it's not because of luck. That luck's not a real thing? No. It's not because of luck. It's because of authenticity. Yes. It's because I am, when I'm with people, I'm really listening. I'm not trying to snake you. And I see all these people that are trying to take make these quick corners and these mm. little, and I'm just like, all right, I know it's going to fizzle out. And yeah. this is why I don't work with certain people because as soon as I see you try some snake stuff, I'm like, that's just not my thing. And my parents are from down south. We say hi to everybody. We say hi to the janitor. We say hi to the CEO. Mm. We say hi to literally every person that we walk by that will say hi to us. And it's not because we need the attention. It's respect. Yeah. You're a human. And, and, and that's before. that. And that's oh my, exactly. We're always going, what are you talking to me? Oh. What are you trying to do? Like, <laughs> And it's like, it's I'm true. just trying to make sure you're all right. I'm trying yeah. to see how you slept. Are you good? Are you <clears> safe? <throat> you need me? You need something like. Yeah. Um, and just those little social skills that a lot of people have lost and feel they don't need in business has gotten me. I can't even, oh, I feel like all of my opportunities, radio, the person that um, hooked me up with radio, shout out Vega. Um, he's an artist. He's in the Bronx. Um, he was uh, executive editing my podcast at the time. Oh, wow. And then he ended up going to a radio station. And because he loves my premise, he loved my authenticity. He loves my consistency, like we talked about before. He loved um, just my hustle and my focus in that this is not a popularity thing to me. Yeah. He was like, as soon as I got back from Bali, he's like, I have a business opportunity for you. Um, you know, hit me up whenever. I was like, what's going on? Let's do this. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I want to meet immediately. And that was the radio station gig. And I also noticed like early on too, like you, which I know I did with my own, I've worked through my issues with this now, mm -hmm. but I wasn't willing to invest financially into my podcast. Yes. And I think that was one thing that you Definitely. you felt a self-worth in the beginning mm -hmm. that I, I know for a fact I was just, I went the Definitely. other way with it. Like, I don't deserve, but like that feeling of like, I mm -hmm. deserve money. I deserve to put money into this. Definitely. I deserve time. I deserve to be rewarded. I deserve. That is such it's a huge a hard thing. thing to learn. It is when you're not used to feeling like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but time in the society is money if i'm not at work like my bills don't care if i make money through my nine to five or i make my money through this yeah they just want to get paid national grid just wants to get paid they don't care who it comes from what stream yeah. of income right so if i'm putting time and effort and heart and soul and blood and sweat and tears into something and it's a there's it's okay for hobbies but like for me, I love this so much. I don't want to do anything else. Like this is what you want to do for this a is what I want to do. I don't want to work for anybody else. It does. Yeah. I don't like. Oh, you were two minutes. Like, I don't have. I don't. I can't. My brain and my mental health. Just I. I can't. My anxiety is not. You were two minutes late. You're I just. So I'll Nikolai. fall apart. <laughs> I will fall apart. Yeah. After time after time. So um. So yeah. I mean, I I think that's super important. Um, knowing what you want. You might have another hustle, and some people like nine to five, and they want to work it till the day they die. Cool. Yeah, I think that's I, nice I, about that's you is you me. don't shit on people who are like, no. I don't want that because like I sometimes wish you I had that. Yeah, I wish, I wish I was a nine to five person because someone would tell me when to come in, when to leave, how much to do. Entrepreneurship is you. You don't mm. wake up early. You miss your business meeting. You, you miss your flight, like I did. 
you miss your whatever or you don't do your your branding you don't invest in the right things up yeah. front you and throw a thousand dollars towards something that doesn't even matter towards your business that's on you you know sure. it's not easy i was just thinking i think you're the one that can that led me to interview connection to the interview connection folks oh, too yes i remember that because when we were talking earlier how we yep, got to like, Jessica Rhodes but and... being like supportive and helping you start your podcast and i think you're also a member you're you are the reason i ended up in the monthly is because you had given me uh oh, yeah. that I email forgot about that. which was ended up being a really big deal for me but like definitely. so the, but like anyone listen be nice to the nice people and then they'll bring you up see oh definitely like there's and... that saying uh pull yourself up with the bootstraps but mm-hmm. i like the better saying is Pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bring the and then throw the ladder down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you've done by oh, example. Definitely. It has to be like that. No one's done anything alone. And, and that's just I've reality. never again the promotions and everything. It's from the village. It's yes. from like everybody that I put on my stuff. Um, I you know they put on that Lupita Nyong'o. Oh yeah. Um, Issa Rae. You already I know. Like her. they will tell you. You can look up. And they'll tell you, I've known these people since we went to school together sure. for art and whatever, you know. Um, and that's important to me. Well, we started this interview, and one of the first things I'm like, ask you about branding, and you mm-hmm. like launched into your mentor. Yeah. Like, but that wasn't you trying to kiss ass. It no. was just generally in your heart of like. She was the first person that tested for me you. of what yeah. it. What I, she was the first person to be like, what is your package? Yeah. Because if you're selling something, what is your package? What is your gift? Why should people invest in you? And I was like. Yeah, because if you're not gonna invest in yourself, mm-hmm. who's gonna invest in you? Like, like totally. the same thing. You don't love yourself. Why we shouldn't like definitely or, like marketing? If, yeah, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna, it, what is that? There's that saying, but like, I guess the I don't know. No one's gonna want to basically. No one's gonna if if you don't want to love yourself. Definitely. Why can you expect someone else to love you? And it's the same thing in business. Like physically, emotionally. If you don't, yeah. you can hear on the air. I'm geeked. Um, my guess, like you can yeah, tell, I'm yeah. laughing. That's why I don't have people that I don't like on my podcast because my <laughs> listeners will be like, "Why did you have that?" Pre-? Like, yeah, I've definitely done that. <laughs> and so you'll, it gets shaky. You know what I mean? What's and learning? It's, it's of course, and we're all learning. And time is the biggest and people thing. People will forgive you. Yeah, your, li- your true listeners will forgive you, and you can always pivot. I'm pivoting right now from just soul searching to travel. I'm like, well, why can't I go why to another both? country and bring back the stories? Well, that's so great about your podcast brand or your brand as a whole is that you could do you kind of have a good tent pole where like your mm-hmm. brand is business soul search podcast, and from that mm-hmm. you could do the beauty, the travel, yes. the modeling. Like it's really I can do whatever I want, and it's it's very definitely been very inspiring to mm-hmm. watch you and see that and now like now this last year being like all right, how do i start and a lot of what i've been learning is just find someone who's doing what she'd want and then ask definitely. them and kind of uh been kind of doing that oh you know what's important too i'm sorry i, I definitely want to include this um and this is something my mentor taught me two things um take your time even though you feel like hey it's been a little bit but give give the the how do i say this um, be mindful and have a focus of what you're doing, but take your time. Things take time. Yeah. And she tells me, she's like, you millennials, you, cause she's been, she's like 20 plus years in the game. Like she, that's why she's like up, 
opening properties. You don't just walk yeah. into business unless you're already a millionaire, but she yeah. didn't come from that. Yeah, she ain't Kylie so, like, This is from, like, you know, mm. uh, she worked for Def Jam and, like, all this other Fuck. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, T-Barnes, you need to get monster. your ass up here. Yeah, she's and... a monster. But, and yet, she's from down south, so she's so humble, so she sits and she laughs. And... If I don't get a Rough Riders anthem by the end of this, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> if I don't hear some crazy DMX stories or fucking... It's true. Uh, what's, his, who, what's the guy who runs... Oh, my God. Uh... Oh my God! Who runs Def Jam? The Sim- Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. Okay, yeah. yeah. So she uh, uh, from before. Yeah, she yeah. went to NYU. But um, take oh, your time. T Barnes, we got to talk. Yes, yes, that's my lady right there. Um, so cool that you met yeah. her through a sponsored Instagram post. Well, I guess it was you. You were. She was sponsoring her own event at um this. I think it was like the Ramada some the Ramada Inn or something in downtown Hartford, which. In I remember when you going to that. Oh my god! Remember? Yeah, because so like, I'm went. going to Connecticut. Like, I no want to do that. You're like, why? <laughs> I was like, no one goes <laughs> to Harvard. Like, <laughs> like, All right, but it was like North. downtown. <laughs> it was like kind of like almost like how it's downtown over here yeah, with yeah. certain parts, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, take your time. Um, just to get to know yourself. I know for her, she's like, you know, you can always pivot, which I'm doing now. Um, and also. Your business partnerships, like I said, are super, super, super important. So, like, snaking people is just going to look bad on you. Yeah. Trying to get the quick buck, even though it's not snaky, getting the quick buck is just, like, it's a quick buck versus sure. the long game. So, like, yeah. Nipsey Hustle and all those people, now people are understanding. So, luckily, she got to me before this whole Nipsey Hustle um, movement you, you know became I'm already head of the me, game I, I already know knew. That means. <laughs> yeah well also um, so Nip- Nipsey Hussle that passed away recently he was like huge um, in the LA community um, he was an artist but also a motivator um, and he also um promoted group economics, family economics. Um, He was married to Lauren London. They had a kid together. Um, Mm -hmm. And he was also an ex-gangbanger. Sure. So it was like this person that came from the street that really understood things that people who are like, not that are like middle class don't even understand of how to how to come up and really take your whole family with you and take yeah. your people and respect women and respect queens. I love him. Um, so definitely look him up. Um, but it's a passing. But um, she taught me before even everybody else caught on. Um, his saying is the marathon continues. So saying like this is a long game mm. and it's a decision. How how do you want this? Do you want the sprint where you are popular, like as a woman where you're popular and guys are commenting and they're in your inbox and you get a couple hundred for a, um, a, a walkthrough and a showing and you got the bags. Or do you want the long game of you can give your family or your children real estate? Like the long game mm. of like really investing, really learning, really letting your thing take off. Like creating like generational wealth kind of generational wealth versus just realize. quick money that then yeah. you're bankrupt and so sure, sure, super um, important. Well, we, we do have to start wrapping it up because it's uh, we both have. Mm-hmm. We, that's the downside of a studio, but it's kind of cool because I think we cut out some of the bullshit because mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to jump it's into important. it. <laughs> yeah. Which has made me a better interviewer. But before I wrap it up, anything we missed or anything you want to, what are your pluggables? Um, Where can people find you? I definitely, so you all can find me on Instagram at business of soul. Facebook is the business of soul searching. And also Aaron Alexander Edwards, if you want to follow me personally. Um, I guess what I would uh, my last words for people is that you matter. And if I can give anything to anyone, 
it's that you deserve a better lifestyle. You deserve the lifestyle that you love and want to live. So that's why I have these amazing guests come on and tell their story because I hope to empower you um, because I, I remember feeling like I wasn't worth anything and no one wants to listen to me. Um, so so I pray, you know, that you come on my page, you learn something, you network with somebody and um, and yeah, live live your best life. Amari Maudlin, the princess of trioles, wakes one morning to discover her mother's dead body. Suddenly, her entire world is turned upside down. She must now become queen in the midst of a shattered kingdom while finding her mother's murderer. Is it someone in the castle? Meanwhile, a war is brewing with the other kingdoms of Dramolux, a war only Amari's mother knew about. Will Amari be able to save her kingdom by the time the official declaration has to be delivered? Or will Trigol's fall like the murderer planned? Did you like what you just heard? If you did, you're in luck. The Broken Daughter by Amy Shea, that's me, is available for pre-order now on Amazon for just 99 cents. Visit my Facebook page for the link, facebook.com slash amyshea08.